hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. And welcome to the Riverdale Register. It's like, what's the point, man? I know, exactly. And where we live in a world where they just cancel Legends of Tomorrow. And also the Wonder Twins movie with KJ Appa. Which... I'm sure. I was going to go on about my thing, but all yeah, right. Yeah, well, I just, it's similar. You know, for the, do you know, what do you know about the Wonder Twins? Um, they, weren't they in a thing with the show? The animated show? Yeah. They were, right? Uh, If you got more specific, you could be even more correct. (laughs) So they were on a show. It was on Cartoon Network in the 90s. And you don't know if I'm right or wrong. So what what do you think? What show do you think you're talking about? Uh, The show with the guy they were, were they... Twins. Um, no. Oh my God! What's the show called? The sh- they had like they were all friends and they were superheroes. Was, oh, you're so close. Was it Super Friends? Yeah. It was Super Friends. If you oh, see, not the '90s. That's not like clapping. Way older than the '90s. The '20s. <laughs> <laughs> the '20s. That's right. The 1920s. The right. Wonder Twins. Amazing. Okay. Cool. I like being right about something. That's Here's exciting. how their powers work. Okay. They put their hands yes! together and they say Wonder Twin powers activate. I remember this. And she can shape shift into animals. Okay. And he can turn into water in various shapes and okay. sizes. That's weird. And they were... Any water? Uh, so like famously once he turned into an ice ladder. Okay. That's kind of helpful. <laughs> right. It's yeah. kind of helpful. Yeah. Yeah. They made them very cool in an episode of Justice League Unlimited uh, in the early 2000s, but... I figure if they're making a Wonder Twins movie yeah. today, someone had a really interesting take on it. I would know? imagine because I can't like I can't imagine DC would even be like, yeah, let's bring them back unless someone had something like really interesting or subversive. What if? So I'm kind he... of. I just want to hear what the idea was. He's always the ice ladder. If I ever get to meet KJ Appa, I am going to Good ask questions. him what the premise of the Wonder Twins is going to be. I have like 30 other questions that I can ask also. <laughs> I have one now. Yeah. 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 I think that would have been cool. I don't I don't know what's going on there, but So yeah, yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh-huh. Which is the new Warner Brothers. Okay. So that's the, they've they've now yeah. it's now a big old merger has just like I guess canceled a bunch of projects. Yeah. And uh, the news report I read was them saying they want their DC. They they were thinking about restarting with DC to get it more in line with something closer to Marvel. Why don't they just do their own thing? That's what I'm saying. You and know? they've kind of been discovering it lately. Yeah. Where like the last couple of Warner Brothers superhero movies have been pretty good and very different than anything Marvel puts out. Well, the Batman was the really Batman, good. which is completely different from the Suicide Squad. Yes, the Suicide Squad I did not see. I liked. You know what? I've gone back and forth. I've decided that I I like Joker now. Oh. Yeah. I don't think it's like a movie without problems, but I think I really had like a very visceral dislike for it when I first saw it. And now digesting it and seeing it through maybe a different lens. I like to think of Joaquin Phoenix as a gentle soul who was trying to make a point. Sure. So. I got the bit. 
You got the pitch. I laughed. I understood the premise. Right. It's not a funny film. But that's kind of what the joke is. Is that it's like, imagine if we took this so seriously and we just beat this guy up over and over and over again. And like. Yeah, I don't know if that was the joke of the joke. I don't know. I don't know. It's something. Pretty funny to me. It's something he would laugh at. And I think that's fair. Yeah. I really did like Walking Phoenix's uh, Oscar speech, though. Oh, can't cannot remember. He just talked about how like we're mean to cows, and I was like, "Yay, we are mean to cows. That's upsetting. Feels like a weird place for this, but also like I I get it." Yeah. Yeah, we are Fair. mean to cows. Fair enough. Yeah, it's pretty pretty messed up what we do to cows. Exactly. And by the way, if you guys think I'm joking, I I am not. This is this is deadly serious. If you think I'm like mocking him for saying that, no, I I genuinely that was the moment where I was like, Walking Phoenix. It's cool now. That was the moment. Yeah. Huge. Huge moment for me. Good for Joaquin Phoenix. Whole new crowd. <laughs> Whole new crowd of me being a fan. I actually always liked Joaquin Phoenix because he was in an M. Night Shyamalan movie. He was in... He was in two. Which is the one with the crop circles? That's Signs. He's in that one, right? Yes, but that's actually not the first one I was thinking of. Oh, what's the... He's also in The Village. Oh, The Village. Another fantastic film. That so knows. I've seen neither of those. Oh my gosh. You also haven't seen The Sixth Sense. I've seen enough of The Sixth Sense. John, I swear to God. That is kind of weird that I haven't seen that many M. Night movies. You really? But I also know everything, know all the yeah. things. I really yeah. liked Unbreakable. I thought Unbreakable was great. I think Unbreakable and The Sixth Sense are probably the strongest, but I yeah, yeah. I love Signs also. I've seen a lot of The Sixth Sense. I can't account for why I haven't seen all of The Sixth Sense. I think you should watch it. I think you would enjoy it. I haven't seen Signs. I haven't seen The Happening. That's okay. We don't have to. Not all of them are the, the, the one with the, with the grandparents. I haven't seen. The Visit. Right. I came back right after that with Split. And I yeah. went into that because I wanted to see it on its own merits, not because of these franchise connections that... We didn't it know. It reveals at the very end. I know. I came yeah. in really late, though. I saw that the oh. second run theater. I had managed to avoid the spoiler the entire time. That's crazy. Yeah. I uh, I didn't... Did I know? No, I think I knew when I saw it. But I wanted to see it before I knew. You know? Like, I saw the trailer. didn't know. Was excited to see it. Yeah. Saw it. Really thought there was going to be a different twist. Then it was the Unbreakable twist. Oh. And I guess I saw uh, The Last Airbender. But I've mostly scrubbed yeah. that from my yeah, memory. Yeah, scrub it. But The Sixth Sense, John, especially as a writer, I think you'd really like it. Like, it's a perfectly constructed film. Right. It's just for me, since I already know <laughs> the it, thing, I will spend the whole movie going, it's like, all right, all right, come on. Well, all right, come on, let's get to it. No, let's, you won't. Come on. <laughs> you won't. There's so many, like, emotional payoffs along the way. But you will think that we should have known earlier. Because it is actually very obvious, but that's what makes it so brilliant. Because no one talks to Bruce Willis except no one, Joel Osment. No one talks to Bruce Willis. He gets shot in the very beginning by Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, I, I saw that. I yeah. saw that and then the dinner scene right after that. I remember that stuff clear as day. So you're like, oh, potentially And, and I'm dead. there as a kid going like, okay, but why, how did he survive? Right. It's kind of interesting that they didn't add a little scene where it's like the paramedic come in and be like, don't worry, sir, we got you. Because I feel like if you did that, actually, maybe that would have like really destroyed. But you know what? Nobody knew the twist. That's why it's famous. So we can just move on. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> guys, please watch The Sixth Sense. And also read all of the books, uh, the sequel books. Oh, that's what you really want to get on to. <laughs> right, exactly, the sequel books. Also, if anybody knows the writer of the sequel books, 
I really want to just talk to him. I don't I'm... know why. How many books are there? I have no idea. Like five? What? There might be like two. You don't think any streaming service, any network could possibly be at the point where they're like, well, what if we like turn that into a streaming series? What if we adapted all of the Sixth Sense look, books? Look, I've already written my Sixth Sense TV show series. Wait, wait really? Yeah, I swear. I think you've read it. Oh, no. But maybe because you haven't seen the success, you were like, I don't get it at all. But yeah, no, I did write that at one point. I feel like I can talk about that because I don't own the rights to it, so who cares? But um, right, like my yeah. Dick Tracy thing. Yeah, it's there. Are there also sequel books <laughs> to Dick Tracy? Yeah, there's a lot of source material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't base it on this on the books, but it, it was just fun. It was just an idea that I had. I think it was it worked out pretty well. It was really fun to write. Also, I'm the only person who loves The Sixth Sense as much as I do. Like, yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I, no one else loves The Sixth Sense the way I love The Sixth Sense. So it's fine. I, there, there's got to be people out there. Dozens of you. <laughs> yeah, dozens. Dozens <laughs> of people who love The Sixth Sense. And my Shyamalan's parents, maybe. I don't know. I'm sure they love it also. Well, no. Cause, I mean, if they the books, he didn't write the books. No, he didn't write the books. So, like, you're looking for an entirely different <laughs> fan base. Right, right. M. Night, like, imagine if, like, M. Night Shyamalan, like, meets me and is like, I heard you're the biggest Sixth Sense fan. Like, actually, it's of the book series. <laughs> you didn't do the sequels. You didn't do the sequels. I, I don't know why it. you didn't do that. I was so excited. I was ready for the whole series. I really, it's just, they're really cute books. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes, Maybe there's some fan fiction out there that will. I like... mean, it's basically fan fiction. <laughs> and I wrote the other fan fiction of it. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, guys. Look, we could. You better leave all this in. <laughs> okay? This is why people write us little messages and be like, hey, you guys go a little off track. There's only so many Sixth Sense tangents that I can listen to. Well, do you want to hear from our fans? Yes. Okay. So. One of the things that we got, we got two messages, and the first message was not, I asked for Barchi questions specifically. I don't think anybody was that interested in it. I did ask that question yeah, when that I thought- that was more of like a suggestion than a rule, right? Right, yes. I also wrote that before I finished the episode, so I thought it'd be more Barchi heavy. Oh. So that was on me, not on you guys. You guys were fine. Karen said- not a Barchi question, but I love this. This episode had longer scenes. It felt way less choppy and more impactful. Could not agree more. I thought this was a great episode. I mean, episode. it felt like an entirely different show. You know? <laughs> well, the characters were the same. It was all character <laughs> stuff, though, yeah. you know? There wasn't any kind of, like, th something's happening this week. Yeah, that's true, actually. I didn't really... Well, I mean, I mean there, there was, was one thing, but it was like, this is an excuse for a bottle episode. Yeah. But it really worked. I thought it worked really well. And then this is not also not really... Oh, no, it is a thing from Steve. So Steve has a theory that there might be stuff from the time jump that we haven't seen that we might return back to, mm. which I think could be cool. Yeah, I had mis I had misread that one when I read it. Uh <laughs> You're like, I don't understand. Yeah, like who had a baby? They all had babies. <laughs> right. We've had like three babies. I also think we've had one baby. But the suggestion <laughs> that there was a super child, you it actually got me thinking, like, now that would have been kind of interesting if after a time jump you had come back to Veronica and it was like, oh, now she's raised. She's like has like a seven year old son, and you don't know who's and it like is. you don't know whose father, who the father's is. Chad is it Archie kind of thing, and she's oh. like gone. She's like, I had all this ambition, and now I'm a mom. That would have been fun, right? That's like Desperate Housewives kind of did something mm -hmm. like that. There was a time jump, and then Gabby, who's like the model uh, and kind of like vapid or whatever, then it's like a mom and she's like very in mom mode and she kind of not that she lost her looks because she's Eva Longoria and she's fucking stunning but like 
just, you know, she's no longer super done up all the time. Yeah. And I always really liked that. I love time jumps. But I also think if Vanessa Morgan's going to come in actually pregnant. Right. Then you got to yeah. be like, you got to pull focus and be like, that's the mom character now. That's fair. Yes. We can do the story of, oh, my friend who's in her 20s is like having the first child of anyone I know. Yeah. Not stressful. that we're approaching this from that perspective, but. Yeah. I'm very. Yeah. Wow. Baby's scary. Anything else? Well, there's also the title of the episode. Oh, oh, that's but that's what I do. Oh no, that is what you do. That's what I Sorry, do. Sorry, I do the other thing. Wow. I'm Wow. <laughs> Wait, how does the show work? Eh, we don't know. We, we haven't quite figured it out, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> we'll be better next week. <laughs> sure. Sure, if you want to. If you want to say that. This one is called In the Fog, and you would think that this would be about a fog. It's actually about the German occupation of Belarus in 1942. Something I know nothing about. Which it's... famously involved a lot of couples really working through issues together <laughs> right. while trapped inside their homes. Exactly. John and I have a theory that maybe they wanted to use The Mist. It feels like a few episodes lately have been using second choice titles. Well, there's also, I think, a movie and, called The Fog. And Yeah, it feels like The Fog and The Mist are like real things. So The, the Fog is also a movie by John Carpenter. And then there's also, they reference The Mist... Oh, this sounds like a Stephen King. But the idea is that the fog brings along like supernatural stuff, but Which fun fact, uh it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. No, nothing nothing really. It's it's pretty benevolent, the fog. Yeah, it's this like week. it's just fog, actually, no, guys. This ain't no ice storm. <laughs> right, right. And yet things shut down worse than the ice storm. I remember when they ordered like Chinese food. That's in the, the thing, ice right? Storm. They're they're like, yeah, the delivery driver can handle the ice storm. Right. And then when the fog rolls in town, they're like, everyone go home. <laughs> Stock up on supplies. Hunker down. It's going to be one night. One night of fog. And then tomorrow, everything will be fine. It is kind of weird. I never really thought the fog would be such a problem. You grew up East Coast, right? Did you yeah. ever have like those days where it was like you couldn't see very far where you were driving? I guess so, but I never really, re I don't remember a specific time. Yeah, I've never felt particularly threatened by yeah. or unsafe in fog. And and a part of me, yeah. when this episode was starting and, and like the, the whole impetus of it was fog, I was like, oh, that would have been a cooler weather thing to do back when there was a serial killer in town. Yeah. Would have well, been like anyone walking down the street could have been the murderer about to get you. Uh, but you know what? No notes. This episode's really good. Yeah. Really, really, really solid episode. This episode was written by Chrissy Maroon. Love you, Chrissy. This is Chrissy's third episode of Riverdale after uh, the Pincushion Man. When they played the Pincushion Man. That's right. And the yeah. Ides of March. Oh, when they had the Ides of it's March. It's all the Ides of March in it. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and they were also a uh, PA, uh, a writer's PA on Beyond. Which is just Beyond. a fact for only you. <laughs> oh my god, that freeform show, Beyond. Uh, this episode was directed by Jeff Woolnell. I don't think we know Jeff Woolnell. He's directed two other episodes of Riverdale. What are uh, they? Mr. Cypher. Oh, the one with Mr. Cypher. With Lou, yeah. Yeah, Lou Cypher. And uh, Fortune and Men's Eyes. And I don't remember that one at all. Let's look it up. Chapter <laughs> 37, Fortune and Men's Eyes. After a gruesome discovery is made in the forest, Jughead and Betty team up to investigate. Archie huh. navigates his new surroundings. Okay, so I have no idea what episode <laughs> it is. Good to know. Great. It's early season three. Oh, I was thinking season two. Archie's in juvie. Right. Oh, so it's a, it's a 
Gargoyle King episode. Yeah, yeah, that's starting up. Yeah, I'm happy that we went back to the Gargoyle King this episode. Did we, though? Did we actually? Oh, yeah. I think we went back to Moose's dad pretended to be the Gargoyle King. That was really fucked up. And I was like, yeah, now I'm living with my dad. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> like, so fucked. Like, him and Reggie need to have a conversation about their daddy oh, issues. He also directed some episodes of The Expanse, which is oh. uh, great space TV. Yes, Ian likes that one as well. Mm. Love a space thing. It's that, over now, yeah. but it ended at a solid point. Okay. All right. So we have five plot lines. This okay. Episode. I was specific in my brain about which one I wanted to start with. So we have the fog. Okay. I don't we remember have, that. Uh, can we take down that painting? Yeah. Have, not to blame this on TVK. <laughs> Uh, that was so good. There were some really great lines of dialogue that were so funny this episode. We it's have, like not like it's his fault or anything. We have a uh, Fangs make strong choices. Yeah. And we have a uh, girl boss gaslight gatekeep. Okay, let us do Cheryl. Just like let's get that one out of the way. Alright, girl boss, gaslight, gatekeep. Gaslight is a nice term here because it's a double meaning. Cheryl answers the door, finding Penelope outside in a nun's outfit. Great. She explains that she, uh, after she was banished by Cheryl, she traveled far and wide and in the Himalayan mountains sure. found the original convent of the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Now, if I was Penelope, who was basically sold to a family from, by, by the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, I wouldn't be like, this is where I find what my the healing. Fuck? Yeah, I would be like, no, they found me again. Also, it's an, it's a global thing. Yeah, sure. In the Himalayas. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, isn't that where like the Dalai Lama is or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But these people aren't. Yeah, I know. Is that where Dalai? I Lama assumed is? it was just one place. Not now like it's a, here. an ancient tradition. You know, there was a place in my town. It was called, it was Lady of Mercy Academy. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's all. Is that the whole story? Yeah. Wow. You're just like Betty. I'm just like <laughs> Betty. Yeah, totally. So many ways. The nuns there allowed Penelope to pledge herself fully to Christ. An ex-nominatrix, convicted felon, and serial killer. Yeah, the serial killer feels like an afterthought. Like, like I need a third thing. Right. Oh. Oh, she murdered him. Technically, yeah. Yeah, no, she did. Like she was the gargoyle king. She was the gargoyle right? king. She also killed. Who else did she kill? She killed Hal Cooper. They never talk about no, it. No, I mean she did. She killed him. I think we're all we're, we're fine all, with it, right? Yeah. Like, oh like, no, he was yeah a good man. No, no, he was okay. Yeah. They will allow herself to pledge herself to Christ as long as she attends to some unfinished business with Cheryl this weekend. This is great. This. She has a surprise for Cheryl, but first, she asks for a hot bath and a warm meal. Now, if this was me, I would be not giving her this. I'd be like, have you heard of Postmates? There's a motel down the yeah. street. No, you're Only not welcome. Only a couple people have died there. <laughs> right. Go, go, go do that. The Five Seasons is available. I guess. Have we seen that in a while? Not I, really. I, no, I, I guess we haven't. Doesn't, doesn't Veronica own that hotel? Why did I think that? I don't, I don't think, I think Hiram owned that hotel. Okay. A luxury hotel in the middle of the town that nobody goes to. That we've never seen the outside of. No, we've never, no. Where is it? It's not the Pembroke, that's different. I hope it's just by like a, like a small airport somewhere. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but like super opulent on the outside. Right. It's, it's like trying really hard. I get it. I get and it. like sometimes there's conventions on the ground floor. <laughs> sometimes there's conventions here. <laughs> Cheryl calls Penelope a gaslighter. Penelope says that's only in Cheryl's head. 
No, not really. But... Oh, that would be funny. I was like, did you? <laughs> You're only imagining that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I think that we need to stop using the term gaslighting to mean lying. Like mm. in general, because that's mm-hmm. not what it is. It's yeah. what you said. Like making somebody seem crazy. Right. Or, or uh, It's specifically like... No, you're only thinking it's like that because yeah. you're you're crazy. You're right. misreading a situation. You're uh, it's making people doubt their reality. I've been I've been hearing a lot recently. Um, by a lot, I mean a little. I've been hearing a little bit recently about parents yeah. where like kids now will use like therapy language when they're trying oh, to talk wow. to parents and be like, "You're gaslighting me right now. You're silencing me," kind of thing. I mean. That seems like a fun way to annoy your parents. <laughs> my, my parents would love that, I am sure. Cheryl serves dinner, but can't find Penelope. And when she goes to look for her, she finds Penelope looking at Abigail. Which I thought this was kind of fine, actually. I think she can look at Abigail. It's also like a weird dialogue scene where Cheryl first calls it Julian, then calls it yeah. Abigail. <laughs> and Penelope's just like, I'm rolling with this. Yeah, sure. Time. A lot of names Abigail? coming out here. I don't know. <laughs> Abigail, I don't know Percival, but okay. <laughs> right, right. And before Penelope can really say anything, Cheryl's knocking her out with a with a candlestick. Penelope, you should have walked away, dodged the, the candlestick. Cheryl just, it happened. I mean, I mean, Cheryl gave herself a lot of lead up time. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty exactly. clear what she was doing. You know what? I takes the candle out really, really slowly. I was like, Penelope, run. Hide your head. Because I thought she also killed her, and I was like, damn. Yeah, I thought that was maybe a little hardcore from Cheryl. But yeah. then she's, like, fine. Yeah. Realistically, she wouldn't be, I think. But... I don't know. We'll see how strong Cheryl's arm is. Penelope wakes up sweating and bound to her seat. And Cheryl can just increase her body temperature via pyrokinesis without moving or blinking or anything now. Yeah. Uh, it's... <laughs> she's been working on it. Penelope's like, how are you doing this? And she's like, I'm a pyrokinesis. Or I'm a pyrokinetic. I have to be like, what does that mean? Penelope is again like, I'm just going to roll with this. Sure. Okay. Okay, It's fine. Now, would you trust Penelope in this situation? No. Yeah, right. I don't actually know if she's doing anything bad, though. But would I trust trust her given our history? No. I mean, at first I was just like... Wow, guys. Really original to have Penelope come back and she's found religion. Really, right. really breaking new ground here. Right. But Different if this reasons. is what I think, it, if, if this is the way they're just writing her out of the show forever, which it kind of feels like. Yeah, it works for me. Okay. And it looks like we're, we're kind of finding the big Cheryl story left to do also. Which is her the Heather. The Heather of it all. Yeah. Penelope brought letters from Heather. The middle school best friend who Cheryl lost touch with after Penelope, like, was an asshole. Tore them apart, yeah. Right, after seeing them, what would you say? I just kissing like, or like experimenting? <laughs> I mean, I think they were probably like kissing or something. Yeah, they don't get into it, but like, it's very sad. This is a very sad scene. Penelope intercepted letters from Heather for years. <laughs> it's only now returned to give them to Cheryl. Her. I wrote you every day for a year. 365 letters. You what? You wrote me. <laughs> it wasn't over. It's never over. Still not over. That was a notebook, guys. The, the, it's, it's rough for Penelope to ask Cheryl to forgive, forgive her. her. Oh, yeah. Immediately after discovering this happened. Yeah, I would be like, okay, um... 
time to process yeah, this. I'm going to need some years. Yeah. I Man, this family needs therapy. I am very happy, though, that we're getting a new love interest for Cheryl. She seems very cute. I'm sorry. Who, who do they cast? Don't remember her name, but she has brown hair and big eyes. I like it. So you're saying it's not the agent that we saw? No, but I did think that it was for a second. I really did. And I was like, oh, what a weird coincidence. Is she ever coming back? Yeah. What's going on with that? Guys, the storyline's left unresolved. Right. Right. Exactly. Cheryl cries in bed while reading her letters. She asks Penelope why. Penelope says she recognizes Cheryl, something that she had killed in herself. So is Penelope a gay icon? She's done terrible things so not an icon do you want her no i I don't no we don't need her but like you know like was that what she was implying (laughs) so i thought wasn't there hints of that in the flashback episode what episodes no no i don't think so okay i mean i'll buy it i'll take it i mean there's i didn't think that she was attracted to her brother so you know yeah that She's was got, weird. She'll but... be attracted to anything, you know? Oh, man, that was Is Cheryl just gay or is she bi or pan? I, I don't know. I think that she hasn't really defined it. Mm. Seems like... I th- She I... would refuse to be defined. She's a pyrokinetic. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's what it, That's her label now. Um... LGBTQP. <laughs> right, right. Oh, wait. LGBTQIA+. Yes. yes. Also, also pyrokinetic. I mean, they, they don't have like their own thing. So, yes. Well, Maybe one day. Penelope promises Cheryl she'll be gone in the morning once the fog clears. But she begs for forgiveness. And we don't see what Cheryl says. I'm going to assume no. Imagine if it was like, no. No. I don't want that for you. I want you to be unhappy. You've made me unhappy. Cheryl, Cheryl is our icon. I love Natalie Bolt though. Natalie Bolt is kind of like And the thing a is, queen. I don't I also don't fully believe that this would be the end of her mm-hmm. character because it just feels like Natalie Bolt will be on Riverdale anytime they ask. Yeah. She totally. she likes being on the show. She likes being here. And I think they clearly like having her. I really enjoy Penelope personally. I think she's very fun. I mean, evil bad, oh, I'm, yes. I'm I'm exhausted by Penelope. I feel like and, and I think that's pretty clear. You've been exhausted by the whole Blossom everything, clan. Everything so. about them for such a long time. Yeah. Because, like, everything interesting about them is less interesting when it's just them doing their Adams Family thing. <laughs> You've also called it what, their Adams Family thing a lot, which I love. What do we like about the Adams Family? Uh, seeing them interact with regular people. That's very true. Have you seen the Adams Family Values? Yes. Great. Beth film. put it on as a Thanksgiving movie. It is a Thanksgiving movie. It takes place over met a long time, including summer. Yeah, but it, there's the Thanksgiving play. That's <laughs> right. why it's a Thanksgiving At movie. At summer camp. That's true. That is weird. But I never thought about it. Not a single time. Because it is a Thanksgiving movie. To it's me. funny because then I'll see posters around town here in LA for the Adams Family 2, like the cartoon. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, why would you even come for the crown? I know. Like, I get that. Exactly. It's so weird that this exists and people accept this of so much lesser quality than... I mean, I, to be fair, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. It's it's an assumption. It's, yeah. It is an assumption. Well, it's very hard to beat that, those movies. Exactly. Gomez, he has your eyes. No, what is it? He has your father's eyes. Gomez, take those out <laughs> of his mouth. It's my favorite thing. Anyway. Yeah, where do you want to go next? Uh, let's do... I want to end on Tabitha and Jughead. Yeah, that's the fog. That's my main one. Okay. That covers the stuff before and after. So let's do... Let's do Reggie... No, let's no, let's do the, the babies. 
Kevin's baby problems. <laughs> Kevin's yeah. baby problems is what a it, title what? for it too. Yeah. Tony invites Kevin to dinner with her and Fangs to figure out baby's future. <laughs> baby. Baby. And Kevin just doesn't think they can provide a safe environment because they're gang members. Kevin, you were in the gang for a little bit. <laughs> You're everyone, all in the gang. Everyone was in the gang. <laughs> yeah, they do forget that, that there was a whole Spartacus moment. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Nobody remembered that. Tony then brings up Kevin's Achilles heel. What about the cruising? And I thought this is a low blow, personally. Kevin, you're not better than me, all right? 6.30, <laughs> dinner, get over here. Yeah, this was, uh, that was kind of mean. Yeah, it know? was rough. It yeah. was pretty rough. I do also want to say that, like, Kevin can cruise and be a good dad, but... He's probably... He is putting himself in danger, it's... and if he's the sole provider for the child... I get I get it. I think that the problem is that he puts himself in risky set situations. Because Tony's like, I'm all for sex positivity, but also, you're a freak who goes cruising. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, Tony, let's, let's dial it back. I don't want to see that kid anywhere near the gay woods. <laughs> Kevin can be a monster for other reasons, okay? But he can also get his cruise on if he wants. Right. But maybe not, like, you know... Fog rolls in. Fog rolls in. Kevin's grading tests deep into the evening. They did his, They did make it clear that he still works here. He's he. They make it so clear he still <laughs> yeah. works there. He's thinking about his romantic history of cruising and getting beaten up in the bathroom that one time he made that, an assumption. That was horrible. He doesn't think about that one time he almost died. What was that? Season two when he was in that car, bam, 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 right? Oh no! Wait, no. Hold on. That was Moose. That was Moose. Moose, however, is fine. That's right. That's he right. is thriving. That's right. Kevin had a nightmare of getting attacked by the Black Hood while cruising. It didn't right. actually happen. Also, Moose has had a lot of close calls. <laughs> Kevin also doesn't. Th- I guess I wasn't cruising, but like. Speaking of Moose, yeah. Mason walks in. He's wider than he's ever been before, <laughs> but like in a good way. He's wearing a Canadian tuxedo. <sighs> he's great. Uh, he's not thinking once about all the time he's almost died in this building in this town. Yeah, so he's so well adjusted. It is. It is. I want to be. It's like six thirty in the evening, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "I'm just getting reacquainted. I'm the new PE teacher here today, the day of the fog." <laughs> yeah, Why at six thirty? It all felt a little suspicious. Everything about the mooseness of this the felt mo- the real convenient, you know. I I think it was like we just got to put these two people. We got to give room. it to this man. Yeah, exactly. Well, moose. He wants to catch up right now. Again, he's just super insistent the whole time. I was like, this feels weird. But it's romantic, actually. That's what the answer is. It's romantic. I hope, I hope so, yeah. I, th- I think they're in love. I think the message of the storyline is that uh, Moose wouldn't be good for Kevin either because he will constantly remind him of that time that he was oh, taken no. away and put in front of an eldritch god and like I mean, nearly died. Like all of his boyfriends, that's a thing. That's ex- He should move. He should move. <laughs> he keeps not leaving this town. What about Broadway? What about Broadway? <laughs> Tony pours out some Tostino's chips for Fangs, and he loves it. He takes a big bite out of that. Also, they go advertisement achieved. If somebody invited me for dinner, and then the way also they put out this chips, not even in a nice bowl. <laughs> it's like he's like come in for for dinner. Here's the Tostinos. They didn't cook a thing. <laughs> no, before I, the power goes out. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, okay, not even nachos. She didn't make nachos. No, she could have been like Tostinos no. making nachos. And then the later, nachos. when Kevin canceled on, they're like, that son of a bitch. Yeah, we they're... worked so hard on this. <laughs> they were so upset. 
So Fangs is still in love with Kevin, by the way. That's my theory. Uh, Fangs wants Baby to be raised like they were. Able and, and he says a lot of things, but the gist of it is he wants them to be able to defend himself if necessary. I want to give Baby Anthony a gun. That's what. That's what <laughs> just I in need. case. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, Fangs. better that he knows how to use the gun. <laughs> then he gets to a situation where he has to shoot somebody. Zombies could happen, and he wouldn't know what to do. That's why gangs are useful. Right. Right. Fangs is uh, the most toxic person that I, I on this show. I've decided. Fangs just, well, we'll get there. I, I decided I, I cannot with Fangs anymore. Leave leave Fangs and don't come home. She points out that, uh, Tony, Tony points out to Fangs that uh, the ghoulies aren't a threat because they were all murdered by cops. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was also and like, oh, okay, so all of them. They're gone. Cool. I thought they were murdered by Cheryl. No, those are the poisons. The poisons were poisons murdered by Cheryl. Murder Cheryl. <laughs> the ghoulies were murdered by cops. The cops are who they need to protect baby from. And Fang says, well, what'll happen if you form your political activist Sweetwater Serpents? Whatever that's going to be. Yeah. This relationship is rock solid. Yeah, no, they're crushing it. They're going to be fine. Yeah. They, they, they make a plan to play on Kevin's compa- compassion to try to avoid an expensive, drawn-out legal battle. It's more like selfishness to really be yeah, playing on. Yeah, yeah. Think about the money. And that's when the power goes out and Fang's upset because he just paid the bill. He's, ha- he's, he's not... Um, in a great headspace right no, now. No, he's for really, sure. really not. I'll, I'll be asking this question throughout the night, but where's everyone getting the candles from? Everyone has like a lot of candles, right? Dip chic candles. I don't know what that means. So it's a, that's what Veronica says. Like She's like, thank God I have dip chic candles. Okay, I used to play on, um, I think it's called diptyque candles. And those candles are like $75 for the smallest fucking candle. Like, <laughs> wow. so small. Hell of a lighting choice though. Makes yeah. the episode look great. Looks great. Uh, Kevin catches Moose up. Oh, I'm a teacher. I'm I'm my dad's favorite deputy part-time. Oh, what about Broadway? It's not in the budget. Uh, We couldn't afford the sets, the locations. Katie Katie didn't get a second season. Yeah, I was going to be on that show. I was definitely going to be on that show. Uh, And then they asked me, do you want to still be on this show? And I was like, pandemic, I got to keep the job. Yeah, keep it working. Yeah, keep it in Canada. He says, what about Thanks? Custody battle. Remember last time you saw us? You were with him and it yeah. was really awkward. We had different hair. Wasn't he dating Fangs? There was a, I think we were with Fangs. Yeah. I'm kind of, yeah, it's weird. We're kind of pretending that didn't happen now. I yeah. Think. That might have been Rivervale, actually. No, it wasn't. No? Nope. Okay. Nope. Hard to tell anymore. <laughs> just Hard a normal to thing. tell. <laughs> just a normal thing. That was like season, <laughs> it was like the first episode after the time jump. Oh my God. Yeah, maybe the second or third. Yeah, I don't think it was that close because he had to ruin his relationship first and then come back. Right, exactly. So. <laughs> a right. couple of steps had to be taken. Right. He asks Moose what's been going on with him and Moose is like, oh, I've been the romantic lead of Big Ethel Energy, the, the, uh, the comic. Good for him. He, he and Ethel, they clearly like each other, but because Ethel has no self-confidence because- No, Ethel! She just Get it together. she thinks all boys just don't want her like that. Uh, she refuses to believe it, and he keeps. He's only been in one relationship his whole life with Midge, Midge. and when that ended, he just he's not very good at this shit either. Ugh. And he has one female friend at work who's really invested in this working out, but because he mentions her name like three times, Ethel's like, "Oh, well, he's clearly in love with this other girl." Oh no! And this is absolute nightmare, and this I'm just like, awful. just talk to each other, this you know? Be honest, guys. But anyway, Moose likes Kevin now, right? Oh, this Moose, yeah. This yeah, Moose, yeah, yeah. okay. 
They feel pretty straight to me, but yes. Well, yeah, I think both of them are straight. Yes. He, he says, hey, Kevin, you remember that time we almost hooked up and then my dad kidnapped us dressed like the Gargoyle King? <laughs> Kevin's, remember that? Kevin's like, yeah, that traumatized me for life. And Moose is like, well, anyway, you want to hook up again? <laughs> also, I'm living with my dad now. I don't, think that that'll, bad? I don't think that'll bring any bad memories to the surface. <laughs> and then they kiss like two straight guys. Right. right. And then like, oh, what's wrong, buddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, they haven't seen each other in a while. So it's a little awkward, but it works out. Kevin texts Tony and Fangs to tell them that he won't make it to dinner because of the fog. Right, because of the fog and also kind of got a better offer. <laughs> Where is the baby? In, in, his, in his room. But like, so now they have joint custody? That's confusing. What do you mean? Well, because Kevin had him. I thought Kevin was keeping him. Remember Kevin gave him back so that we could have this whole issue? Forgot. Remember when they were like, Kevin, keep him safe? And Kevin was like, great idea, I'll keep him safe. And then they were like, and not like that. And he gave it back to them and he's like, I don't think this is safe. And they were like, fuck you, Kevin. How dare you even imply that? Like, like it felt like they had this figured out and then yeah. lost a step. <laughs> yeah. Who's keeping an eye on baby Anthony? That's all I need to know. Well, Fang is upset because Kevin bailed on their marriage and their family. And now they're trying to make nice with him. Sounds like he's really over it. I think so. <laughs> Sounds like he's moved on and he's good. <laughs> That's true. Because you could just like, oh, well, you know what? Uh, just fuck Kevin. You know, right, let's exactly. just forget he exists. Exactly. And then he's like, no, he bailed on I have me. To, I think about him every day and what he did to me. He definitely is really upset. It's Yep. Yeah, he wants to go beat Kevin up. Yeah, this is what I'm like, oof. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go beat his ass. <laughs> I don't think that you should beat up your ex-boyfriend. I don't think you should do that. I think that that verges into territory that is really bad, and I think that we should not ignore it just because they're two guys. You should not beat up anybody, especially when you're in a romantic situation with them. Or when you were previously in a romantic situation. Fangs isn't really coming at anything right now from a very um, logical, appreciable point of view. I don't really know what this gang does, so I can't really say whether this gang is a good or bad gang. Like, he seems to be like... He's, he's like, listen, my son's going to get into fights. Why is he going to get into fights? Because of the gang. Which is right. why I need to ra- raise him in the right. gang so that he can defend himself from other gangs. Right. But if he's not in the gang... Why would other gangs be attacking him? Because of the gang. Right. No, no, you got to take that out of the equation, fans. Yeah, I mean, I guess Riverdale's a very rough town now. <laughs> it's gotten much worse. It's gotten worse. Very unclear when Riverdale went downhill because mm-hmm. it was either forever a bad place to be. Right, or, or... in the last seven years, right. specifically. Very unclear. Because at first it was like, ideal, perfect town of Riverdale. Right. One murder. Right. We all have secrets under the surface. And <laughs> now it's out. like, no secrets. This town's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows it. Roving it businessmen have homeless fights in the streets. It's, aw- it's awful here. They really all should leave. The soul of Riverdale, it seemed like, we, as we learned from the past, it that was Riverdale, Riverdale's right. a people, not a place, right? right. Archie, sure. just take everyone you like and move. <laughs> That's true. Yes, that would be cool. Yeah. Just move. Go Go somewhere else. Can you imagine if the way they'd have to defeat Percival is they have to make Riverdale not a town again? Ah, damn it. It, it was solved. It was solved. It was Hiram solved. was fighting this the whole time. Imagine if Hiram, like, shows up and he's like, I've been trying to secretly fight Percival for years. I mean, you know, <laughs> we could still do the flashback with young Hiram and young uh, young Fred stopping Percival decades ago. I like that idea. That's a cool idea. Tabitha will later drop. Just in conversation, an absolutely incredible idea for an episode of, of Riverdale. But oh. I'm like, how did you not 
produced this. We'll see. This is the whole, there's five acts right here. Yep. Kevin and Moose are already fully dressed back up. The sex happened. You didn't have to see anything more than two men kissing. It's not like gay, gay, you know? Oh, God. Keep going. <laughs> Moose, uh, Moose says, it feels like back in sophomore year. Oh, and we almost died? Uh, uh, yeah. Kevin uh, walks in the hallway and saw scary red lights and fog, dry ice on the ground. Oh, my God. The Gargoyle King. I love the Gargoyle Kevin King. Kevin washes his hands and sees the Gargoyle King. Holds up. Great costume. But it's just a dream. But that doesn't mean they're any less clothed. They are fully dressed. Know, fully dressed. <laughs> not yeah. even, not a, not, a, not a sweat, not a hair out of place. Moose is reading a book <laughs> on, on the other couch. Moose is like, you fell asleep. I didn't want to get too close. So I'm reading over here. Can I touch you? <laughs> yeah. So also, I think it's really weird when people nap and have scary dreams and they nap. Because like, I do have dreams when I nap, but I feel like it's like, I don't know. Like, I can't explain it. It feels weird to, like, dream when you're not. Right. You're like, I barely slept. You're telling me it went wrong already? <laughs> it went so wrong. So wrong. <laughs> I love the I love the Gargoyle King. I wish that we had, like, a situation where Kevin was like, I was really traumatized by that. Like, you know? Well, yeah. I kind of think maybe he'll be, like, trying to date. I Who knows if this will actually be what they're doing. But what what I read into this was, like, Hooking up with Moose is forever connected to this traumatic moment in his head. Yeah. And it's not better. Um, um, not that that really explains... Uh, your thing, it's a little bit... makes more sense for his decisions at the end of the episode. If it's less Moose-specific and more just like, it's a scary world out there. Yeah. Kevin also needs to go to therapy. Well, the only therapist left town. Yeah. They went to her one time. <laughs> Trash town. Actually, I don't think he even went to her in that episode. I think it was other people. Yeah, I don't think he went to her. But he heard about it, probably. Uh, I'm sure. You yeah. Know, he probably volunteers with her on weekends or whatever. Yeah. He, he actually heard about the therapy sessions. I was like, not for me. I don't need right. that. He's a little bit like a Ted Lasso kind of guy where it's like, you think he goes to therapy. But no, then when you actually no. talk to him about it, he's like, why would I pay someone to listen to my problems? That's that's messed up. <laughs> oh, Kevin. And it, it's like when Ted Lasso also had the Gargoyle King yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was crazy when that happened. It was a weird episode of that mm-hmm. show. Yeah. yeah. Love a crossover though. <laughs> uh uh Kevin calls Fangs the next morning after the fog has lifted. He's ready to discuss joint custody. And Fangs <laughs> sucks. Fangs tells Kevin that he wants his son raised with an integrity that he's not sure Kevin possesses. And look, fair. Credible line. <laughs> Incredible. Partially motivated by the Percival stuff that isn't really in play in this episode. Right. I came up like, who's Percival? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a school teacher <laughs> who's unlucky in love. <laughs> right. That's my thing. Who's Percival? Why are we bringing him up? But the thing is, Fangs is just so aggressively aggressive to Kevin in this episode that I'm like, this is coming from a place of you're still in love with him, right? Hundred percent. I like that read. Yeah, definitely. Because when he's like, "You abandoned me," blah blah blah. In earlier, yeah, it's not. This is not an episode that leaves Tony with a with a good feeling. <laughs> no, no. Tony's like, "Oof, I made a bad choice." Right. Which is which is rough because earlier yeah. this season when they decided to be a couple, it was Cute. really nice. Love it. Yeah. I know. It makes it made sense, but no, nah. Is that the end of the? Kevin? That's the end of the Kevin plot. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So what we got now? Bar- Barchi baby. Sure. Yeah. Barchi Baby and it's not TBK's fault. Barchi Baby. Not to blame this on TBK. 
Betty crosses off another day on her desk calendar. I don't know. She's just Xing off days. So (laughs) not really any like, oh, I wonder why. It's just X's. (laughs) I assume it's days since I had a lead on the gargo on the trash bag killer. I think she was tracking her period on this calendar. Oh, (laughs) but in my brain, I was like, I bet John has no idea what is going on. You're right. I couldn't figure it out. But that's what I was thinking when I was watching the episode. I was like, John doesn't know what that means. Wow. (laughs) But John's gonna take the notes. There's my. Blind spot. Yeah, it's okay, John. You've you've never had a period. It's okay. It's true. I've been late. Yeah, my whole life. Right, right, right. You've never had a consistent. Uh. So it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, this is what that means. I knew a girl who said that she just stopped taking her placebo birth control pills. That's me. I'm that girl. <laughs> no, that's, that's right. me. You do that. That's me. It's great. Recommend it? Yeah. Recommend it 100%. Yeah. All right. Please don't come for me in the comments. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But. It's not natural. Yeah. I mean, look. Well, the truth is if you take birth control, it doesn't matter. Like, it's not... Re- your period's not really... It's just a yeah. thing. It's... It was actually a thing. It's just the man trying to control you. No, but it's actually, I think the history is the Catholic Church was like, fine, but this is the rule you have to give them. Like, yeah, the Catholic Church does play that game sometimes, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. They can be, they can be, uh, they can be convinced in their own ways. The whole fish for Lent thing is a scam from the fish market. Really? And they're like, you, you got to give us something. They're like, fine, you can eat fish on Fridays. Interesting. And that's how the fish, fish fillet was born. And that's how the my, McDonald's fish fillet was born. That's my that's favorite right. thing. Ronald was the guy talking to Jesus yeah. in those yeah. The fish fillet meal at McDonald's, I like grew up on that. Mm. And I was the only one. I've never met another person who's like, I enjoy a fish fillet. Oh, I, listen, I've eaten it when I've had to, but I've never enjoyed it. We've never enjoyed it? It's no. delicious. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's good though. No, I understand it's... it's fish from a fast food place. Do you trust it? No. Yeah, I can make a better fish sandwich at home. Mm, yeah, no, that's not true. <laughs> not now that you're, you're bad at making fish sandwiches. Actually, that's a goal. If I could make fish and chips myself at home... That'd be pretty rad. You know what I don't like? I don't like fish and chips because they're very, very, very fried usually, and that's not my thing. Yeah, that is kind of how it's made. Yeah. Oh my god. You when know I what's... was in when I was in London, yeah. I went to this like street market and got the fish and chips there, in which the they paper. was like, We caught this this morning. Wow. And I was like, This is inc-. yeah, it's in the paper. Yeah. Incredible. Greatest thing. It like all pales in comparison now. I get that. I will say though, I think fake fish. I've had a lot of fake fish recently, like fish alternatives, like oh. plant-based fish. I get, I haven't really heard about plant-based fish. <sighs> yeah, so I've only, I, I hate to say this, but I don't really like plant-based fish. <laughs> I don't like plant-based fish. I mean, are they even close with it? How does it taste? It's not. the The texture is fine. Here's the problem: like, it's pretty close to fake chicken, which I like, but they try to give it a fishy taste so they do like a lot of seaweed stuff Mm -hmm. which i understand the concept like i get the concept but it makes it taste like fish food and that's bad and that's my story that's that's caitlin's take that's my take i think that we have to we have a ways to go in the fish world though i just the only thing i will say jackfruit for tuna perfect do that okay yeah yeah. so jackfruit is tuna and pulled pork it can be, yeah, because jackfruit's very mild. It just depends on the on, on the what you yeah. use on it. You're right. But if you're also going to make it's it, all about seasoning. Yeah. It went yeah. back to spice. Spice is yeah. the most important thing. Spice is. Can you believe that England took over the world because their food was too bland? They're like, we got to get some of this <laughs> this turmeric. We got to get it over here. Yeah, no, that was a thing. I remember the spice trade. That was a thing. That was like they were trying to find the way to India for, for better spice trade, yeah. and they're like, whoops, we found a different continent. Huh. <laughs> and, it's kind of crazy. And boom, America. And boom, America. There was a lot of other stuff. No, that's history. Boom, (laughs) 
America. Boom America. Boom, Boom America would be a fun name for something. Like, like I don't know. Maybe maybe like hula hoops or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. I am looking at my hula hoop. That's why I said it. But like a product name, like Boom no, America. Not. My hula hoop's a blue thing. It's, oh. It's not what you think of a hula hoop as. It's a, expand? It's a smart hula hoop. I'll show you. A that. smart hula hoop? John... We're never getting back on track no, now. No, it's Ian's in the room being like, "Please finish. <laughs> Please be done, guys." Smart hula hoop. It, it has a little thing. It goes all the way around. So it's like you're not. <laughs> you're not... A hula hoop is a little thing that goes all the way around. No, but it's like it's not like. It's like it has like a little thing that goes all the way around. It like has like a little punching bag that like you. Oh, okay. You get it? You know exactly what I'm talking about. You're just. <laughs> It makes perfect sense. How I explained it was fantastic. You got it. Don't pr- don't lie. John, what about, what's happening in Riverdale? I don't even know. Betty's told by uh, the other agent at work that another woman escaped from TBK, just like she did. Betty says, I want to talk to her right now. And then she doesn't. <laughs> and she's like, actually. We, we do not check back in on this for the rest of the episode. That's fine. Works I'm for getting me. distracted by other stuff. By fog. There's fog. There's a fog. The fog is in town. And when Betty walks out her front door, she just sees someone threateningly out there. Ah, as one does. And uh, they think her haircut looks really cute. And then she closes the door. And then she goes over to Archie's through the back door. Their meeting that they were planning got postponed. And when she tells Archie that there's someone outside, he wants to go out there. But she tells him not to. She's worried. She's like, she's, she's at the point where she thinks, I don't know, he might have palladium. Which I get, actually. What if you? I mean, that's just anxiety, right? That's prob- paranoia. Well, probably, but I also have that, so I think that's why I was like, totally checks out. Betty makes sense. And Don't. then they, and then they realize we haven't hooked up in episodes. It's Didn't been they? super platonic for a while. I guess they haven't. When they're in bed together, Betty asks Archie if they are dating. Okay, so what? They're not dating. Well, they I don't guess... go out anywhere. Well, the way she was, I, I just. Assumed... I think she meant like exclusive. Right, but I thought we established it. I was. I so thought surprised. they had this conversation at the end of last season. Yeah. Before they went up, they were like, "Let's try again," and then they went upstairs and exploded. I, I realized that that was kind of a recent development. You know, what I, mean? I I think I got because of Rivervale. I was like, "No, they're in love. They're getting <laughs> oh married." God, don't and even start with that. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that they've just they're just kind of. Although maybe that you know because everything from Rivervale is happening in a different order. Right. Wedding could huh. still be like a thing. Yeah. But I, I guess it's true. I guess they haven't established that they're a couple. Mm-hmm. Which would be very awkward. Yeah, they, haven't, like, they have not, I guess they haven't defined the relationship. Imagine if he's like, well, I'm still having sex with Veronica, but we expected <laughs> that, right? <laughs> but you're okay with that, right? I mean, we're best friends. <laughs> so I thought and I did she's a like, good she's like, who? Veronica? <laughs> right, right. I don't know that person. They're not seeing anyone else and he loves when they're together race is good because she is late <laughs> good because i'm pregnant mm-hmm. it's yours we're keeping it mm-hmm. good cool the only time they weren't safe was and they leave it unsaid but that i think time. we both know the bomb the night the bomb went off oh i didn't know that super baby Oh. Super baby, oh. super, super baby. baby. Su- okay, you stopped. I kept going. <laughs> that would be great. What if the baby flies? What if that's a superpower? Just flies on out. Man. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
the 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 superpowers of the birth was super easy. It just, just flew right out. <laughs> oh, metaphorically speaking, yeah. no. <laughs> Really easy for the doctor to cut, too. Maybe just float it on up. Perfect. It's too great. (laughs) Flight is the only superpower I will accept, by the way. That's the only one you want? Yeah, everything else is a burden. Just remember to bring a jacket. Yeah. But everything else is a burden. Everything else is a burden? Yeah. Okay. mm, Yeah. Everything else is a burden. All right. Yeah. There's things I would want, like the ability to heal people, still a burden. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to decide who do you heal? Why do you heal them? Or like people could kidnap you and make you heal bad people. Burden. You know, everything's a burden. The only thing is like, this if, is well, Maybe you don't have to tell everyone what you do, you know? Right, but then the guilt of, you know, <laughs> I'm right. That's all. I couldn't handle it. Maybe it's not a burden for everyone else. I personally cannot handle it. Anyway, John. Oh, and Betty hasn't been on birth control since she was trapped in a well by <laughs> this, a serial killer. This is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> this is one of the lines. Yeah, you know how life. it happens, right? You're 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 on birth control, <laughs> serial <laughs> killer, and you're like, well, now that I'm off cycle, I kind of feel great. Right, exactly. Like when she was like, oh, okay, I guess. I guess I'm just not going to go back on birth control. <laughs> right. Also, when she was kidnapped... She'd been I, thinking about it before the kidnapping. Right. And I was just like, good excuse, good test for it. <laughs> Question, though. How long was she kidnapping the serial killer? Weeks? Three days? Because nobody in town is like, Betty, it's so good to see you. I'm so happy you're okay. Not a single well, person... Well, she moved away seven years ago and then came back. Right. But if she you wasn't... heard... If you heard your friend from high school was thrown into a well by a serial killer and they were missing and nobody knew what they were for weeks and weeks, wouldn't you be like, oh my God, they're back. I'm so happy. What makes you think everyone heard? Wouldn't it be on the news? Would it? I think it would. Why? Because he's a serial killer who kidnapped her. Yeah. An FBI agent? Yeah. It's a problem. It would be an FBI investigation. Right. But like... How would the news find out? Well, they would tell the news. Why would they tell the news? To help with the investigation. How would it help? I don't know. I think people knew. But that's just my theory. Just I mean, if people know, they don't care, you know? <laughs> right, that's what's, that's what's worse. If they know, they don't care. So Betty and Archie have filled the house with candles. Looks great. <laughs> More candles. More candles, please. <clears throat> he asks Betty how she got away from TBK. And she says that uh, one time... He's just leaning over, leaning over the well. He says, I think we're kindred spirits. <laughs> and Betty's like, yo. <laughs> She's like, sure. All right, get up here. And he tells her, he's jacked, by the way. The yeah. new The new body, they, I, I assume it's a different person than last I would season. imagine. It's just uh, and they're like, get him in the tightest tank top. You can pers- <laughs> possibly get him in. Make him kind of hot. Right. <laughs> like... But then get that trash bag on his face. I don't want to know what he looks like. <laughs> He tells her that if she dismembers a body for him, he'll set her free. And then she did so while he put on classical music and stood, like, right before. He, like, ghosted her. Yeah. You know? He did, like, a Patrick Swayze ghost thing with her. Dismembering the body, but to classical music. Weird guy. I can't really figure him out. (laughs) Yeah. He's got a lot of, he's got a lot of, like, specific, he's, like, trying out a lot of different things. He's a lot of quirks, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Then he's, like, at the end, like, do you, like, like me? (laughs) Yeah, so, question. What's your situation? (laughs) Are you single? Are you available? So, Betty does it like she's done in high school 25 times yeah she's like not my first time yeah he's like i feel like you would be so scared of this but you seem weirdly comfortable it makes me nervous actually 
Archie tells Betty that she did what she had to do oh. to survive, which is definitely what you tell someone who you know is capable of those things. <laughs> Archie doesn't know what dismemberment is. <laughs> He's like, because when Betty's like, I feel I've decided this, this is in my head canon. When she's like, it feels like my soul has been like psychologically dismembered. And then he's like, you're not dismembered. In his head, there was a thought bubble. And be like, fuck, what is dismembered? Something about remembering? <laughs> yeah. You haven't disremembered this. No, we all remember you, Betty. <laughs> yeah, Archie doesn't know, but that's okay. He doesn't need to be the most brilliant man in Riddle to be my fave. No, he's just a good man. He's just a good man. I love Archie. He often wonders what he's still doing here in Riverdale. He could have... I, I was reading this a little bit. KJ's wondering what he's still doing on Riverdale. He could have gone out west to be in movies or yeah. something. He could have He could have been on the Wonder Twins if only they would continue that project. <laughs> that, like, it was like they just... They lit. just announced it. <laughs> it was days from going into production. <sighs> I would be so KJ upset. probably had just arrived in whatever part of the country they were going to be shooting in. Yeah. And then nope, his agent no would idea. be like, hey, you don't have a job anymore. Oh, am I still on that show, Riverdale? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One, just one more season, right? Uh, yeah, Look, no. your baby could have a spinoff. I mean, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Super baby. It sounds like it's going to go. It's because Archie wants to raise a family in Riverdale. This garbage town? Yeah, I don't leave. <laughs> leave. Fred would understand. Like, if I if I make this town nice, then it'll be so worth it to raise a kid here. Sure. <laughs> I put every ounce of myself. Oh man. He's got to he's got to achieve it though. That's the thing, right? We're at this yeah. point of the show where like if the season fin- series finale isn't we save the town, it's nice now, and he's raising a kid here. I don't know if I'll be able to accept anything less. Right, or if you, or if the town gets apocalypsed. <laughs> and then he's like, I, I should leave now. It's not just the town. If this guy takes over this small town in maybe New York State, <laughs> the entire world ends in nuclear winter. Yeah. I mean, it seems like everybody's really invested in what happens in this small town. But that's besides the point. Whatever Betty wants to do after they get that pregnancy test in the morning after the fog, uh, he's all in. <laughs> right. He's like, I really want to desperately raise a child here. But if you don't, I I will be fine with that. He's like, really, like, kind of not giving her a Oh, child. I thought it was great. Really? Yeah. I was like, was like, I literally wrote down, why would I want Bughead back? Oof. Did you see my messages? He's, he's saying he's not. He's He's... He's cool with it either way, you know? Yeah, he's, he if, does want If she that. does want this, he will be all in for it because he eventually does want that. But he's also not saying, be like, I need this now. I guess that's You know, fair. this isn't some Kevin stuff. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't a Kevin situation. Look, I... You can't protect this baby. We know! We left him with you. <laughs> I was very, I was very, not anti-Archie, but I was always like, Archie, get get with the program. But lately, I've loved Archie, so I don't I think to... they really, they really were able to drill into a good... Place for him yes. after the time jump too of like I don't recognize my town. It was better when it was better in the days before. Can I can I get it back to that way? Yeah. Can I save it? It was better when we were fighting off multiple serial. I mean, killers. it seemed okay when he was just sleeping with his teacher. Right, right. That was the high. That was the best it <laughs> ever was. The best the town ever was. Yeah. Betty and Archie wait for their pregnancy test results. She has an amazing sweater. Really important That's to super note. Important. Uh, she she was like, I gotta wear this if this is yeah. gonna be the day. Yeah. Special he thinks moment. it could be good news for them. He's not clear on what that means. 
uh, yeah, good either way. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Again, he'll be there no matter what. We're going to see those results next week. If you're not pregnant, good news. If you are pregnant, good, good. news. I love you. This yeah. is great. Yeah, it worked out. I'm just happy to be here. Happy to be here. All right, so then we got, can we take down that painting or the fog? Oh, painting then fog. Okay. So Sorry. the casino is empty. Sorry, guys. Stella is decided that this is the moment where she has to eat her food. Now, what's fun about how Stella eats, at least when I'm present, I'm not yeah. sure how it goes the rest of the time, is that she goes to her bowl, takes like a couple of little kernels <laughs> of dry food out, and then is like, I can't eat this here. Goes over to another location to then eat at. <laughs> well, it's kind of like when you get food from the fridge. You don't eat in front of the fridge, do you, John? It makes sense. Sometimes no, but it's not like if I have food on my plate, I then don't pick it up, <laughs> right. put it down on a separate surface, and then eat off of that. Okay, well, I guess if you hmm. don't do that, then I also don't do that. So. <laughs> well, the casino is empty because of the fog. Right. Veronica decides they should just close and send everyone home. And then after she is lonely for about five <laughs> seconds, pouring herself a drink, Reggie walks through and she's like, thank God, can I have sex with you? Hi. And he's like, oh, uh, nah. I mean, yeah, the, there's a little build up. <laughs> she's like, do you please stay? And oh. he's like, I don't want to fight. And she's like, well, then let's play poker. I've been playing poker with the wise guys all day. <laughs> he's like, that is my whole life now. You understand everything is casino for me now. <laughs> I am casino. And Betty says, well, what about strip poker? You don't do that with the wise guys, do you? And he's like, oh, <laughs> I, I mean, can't Rodrigo tell goes hard. <laughs> Oh. And that's when the power goes out. And she calls it a sign from God. He calls it a sign from the devil. Lucifer? Are they both saying, we don't want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> and yet, next thing we know, they're playing strip poker. I thought She's it was... lit all the candles in her office. Yeah, I thought it was like, ooh, I want to do this. She's wearing an amazing lingerie set. Everybody here is really trying They both look out. great. Veronica plays a straight, which gets Reggie down to, well... He would be removing his underwear, but she asks for a kiss instead, or both. And he's like, just the kiss. We're on the seat up. Yeah, I was like, okay. (laughs) Then they have like a really awkward moment where she like sits on his lap and is kissing him and he's just staring at the painting of Hiram. Yeah, he's like, I can't do this again. Neither can I. I can't look at Hiram anymore. He asks to move to a champagne suite. I have to wonder though, the Hiram picture... Do they have multiples with different expressions? Well, like because it like kind of feels like he's frowning sometimes, and sometimes he's more approving. I think it's one photo. Okay, it I would think be really funny it. if it. Yeah, maybe it's just the lighting. Yeah. But like, can you imagine if at one point they like switch back and he's got like wide eyes, like whoa, imagine. too much. That'd be so funny. If he has like thumbs up at some point. <laughs> A casino plot, my favorite. Love it. He's like, have you thought about prison plots? Hmm. People love them. Privatized, for-profit prison. <laughs> Amusement park. And then we cut to after the sex. It's a, it's a big couple episode. It's also an episode where they're like, yeah, yeah, they're having sex. We're moving on. We're not talking about yeah. this. Yeah, no one really gets to have sex. Everyone's dressing up again, okay? We're all putting clothes back on. Everyone gets to have Especially the gay men. In fact, sex. they never took off their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it's heavy petting. Heavy, heavy petting, yes. She, Veronica, suggests they were too hasty in breaking up. She says they're a good match. I and agree. I was like, yeah, that's this is end game for me. Really? I, yeah, I was like, yeah, like yeah. after everything that's happened this season with them. Hundred percent. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think clearly she and Fang should be together. <laughs> <laughs> toxic people deserve toxic people. Reggie 
says, great, yeah, let's get back together. Can we get rid of the Hiram painting looking she's over like, my shoulder? I love my dad being there. And she's like, it's not just a painting to me. It's like, I know. That's, <laughs> That's why. why. <laughs> let's... She, she says, okay, says, great, let's do it right now. Because if they don't do it right now, he doesn't believe she will. Which and is honest, because all of Veronica's character development is promising things and not delivering Agreed. On them. I was going to say, she's supposed to be a teacher also. Oh, I don't think she does that anymore. She doesn't do that anymore. Cool, cool, cool. She's like, they stopped, I don't know. It was like, they were all like, they were into me. And I was like, I can use you for my job. Right. And then once I stopped being able to use them for my job, I didn't really want it anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. So then we kind of go into a fight. Well, actually, Reggie says he doesn't want to fight. And then she says it's not a fight. It's an open, honest dialogue, <laughs> which is a trap. We all know that's <laughs> yeah, a trap, right? 100% a fight. <laughs> He's always felt second fiddle to Archie and now Hiram. And she can't lie to him. That is exactly what he is. Yeah. She doesn't even try to yeah, lie to like, him. She's like, no, I do feel the same. Uh, if she had her druthers, she'd be in New York working on Wall Street and Hiram would still be alive. You did kill Hiram. Let's, let's just put <laughs> yeah, that out you had there. Your way, you did have your way. Your way was killing Hiram. Right. When she made Archie choose, he chose Riverdale over her. And then Reggie's like, so in your ideal world in New York, who's with you? Is it me or is it Archie? She should have lied. Like, why? She, her response is like, well, Archie wouldn't do it, so it's not a good question. Because <laughs> I asked him to and he said no, so I don't know who I'd rather have. <laughs> oh, Veronica, sweetie, no. She asks Reggie to forget it all. They're just a man and a woman in this town, in this room, and that's all that matters. I don't think that's true. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. She should have said we're just a man and a woman in this town, in this room, in the fog. <laughs> in the fog? In the fog. He says they are recreating their parents' dynamic, and she's like, I'm not like my mom. He's like, no, obviously. You can be like your dad. You're like your dad. I'm like my dad. Our parents. The royal hour. Right. They're bad. They're not the same parents. Let's clarify it. This is a thing in Riverdale. Sometimes they're the same parents. And she wonders if they're good because they are bad in simpatico ways. I think that's a great truth, and I think that's why they are endgame. If they could make themselves each other better, but it just seems like Why do he's super into her and then she kind of gets bored of him. Why do they need to be? Why does it have to be better? Why can't they just be happy with how they are? I just want Reggie to be happy. I don't need that. I don't know why I don't want Veronica to be happy. Quite like I, I want I Reggie think, to be happy. Yeah. I've kind of given up on Veronica. Yeah, Veronica's in really... In a pretty strong way. And yeah. it feels like the show largely has too. I Veronica hasn't really done any... any favors for me to like her in the last couple of seasons. So. Remember when Veronica and Cheryl teamed up against Hiram and I was like so excited yeah, this changed the entire dynamic and instead it was just Veronica interrupt, interacts with Hiram and Cheryl interacts with Veronica. Yeah. I just both of them have the same thing where their individual storylines are just a different genre, a different show from everybody else's. Totally, yes. Just put them in spin them off together or whatever. Make you a know? thing. Make them best friends. They're Veron both rich. I don't know. Veronica and Cheryl, rich girls taking on the world. That's do the, the show. Do the simple life with Veronica and Cheryl. That'd be funny. Just like completely commit to the reality TV bit too. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Who's, like, we have we have back uh, Andy. Uh, Dale, Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen comes back in. They have to break the cycle, so Reggie gets his stuff and leaves. So it was his original plan, but with some strip poker, poker yeah. sex, and an intense conversation. Which is why he shouldn't have stayed for the drink. Ugh, I don't know. He I, had it right from the very beginning. I like them together. I always will. 
Veronica stared to, stares down her Hiram painting the next morning and asks for materials to wrap it up. And that was a good call. Yeah, it'll be back. It'd be weird if you were like constantly staring at your the photo, your the image of your dad that you had killed. Well, the thing is, here's the secret. He's alive. <clears throat> he's in the painting. He is the painting. <laughs> he is the painting. I both says the phone, and he's the painting. And when she needs to talk to him, she just goes up onto his ear on the painting. Veronica, dad is gonna have thoughts about this. Put me up to the painting. <laughs> I want to talk to him. And that leaves us with The Fog. The Fog. Wow, this is a longer one than I it's thought. It's a lot, yeah. So the apocalypse is nigh, and the core four, which now includes Tabitha and excludes Veronica, <laughs> they plan a coup to remove Percival from the city council in or town council in favor of them. Which is ironic, because last season, their one rule is, it can't be us. Right. Now it's like, nah, 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 nah. I guess it has to be us. <laughs> To be fair, they fucked up with this. Yeah, yeah. They, it was turned out it was super easy for a bad faith interloper to come in and take <laughs> over the whole thing. It's like it's like our systems of government <laughs> have yeah, existed could, one way for a long time for specific reasons. Could could have worked out. Who knows? Although, who could have planned for mind control? Immortal. Who could have? Brit. Jughead wants community support from the extended cast. Tabitha insists. Kevin hasn't completely fallen over Percival's control, to which I would argue, do you know Kevin very well? <laughs> Kevin is spineless. <laughs> I, are you Kevin's friend? Have you had a conversation with him? She's like, I can't believe my best friend Kevin would do that to me. <laughs> they will have a meeting at Pops, they say, as Alice's accessorized hand closes their front door. Is she like, are Betty and I dating now? What's going on with She's that? She's like, what, can I need to find the relationship? Yeah, You're please. over here every day. <laughs> it's very weird. Or you're next door and I can hear. Alice tells Percival about the core force plan. But she has her own plan, though. He's, he's like, I'm, I'm tired of all this, you know, all it's, these big plot episodes. She's like, I got it. What if we do a bottle episode, right? Cool. Some nice character stuff. We really slow things down for a week before we do more apocalypse things. And he's like, I love it. Let's do that. Is Alice actually under mind control? She's so on board for this stuff. Yeah. She came up with the idea. I know. That's why I'm like, oh. It's her plan. He's like, great idea, Alice. Thank God <laughs> I thought of it. Thank God, yep. Alice gives the official weather report. This fog is going to be so bad. They're instituting a curfew after dark tonight. Again, ice storm? Nothing. No. Fog? Oh, boy. Bring your pets indoors. Hold your loved ones close. The fog is coming. Also, like, a fog, I mean, as long as you're inside, it should theoretically be okay. Right. Also, why would it knock out power, I think? Very good question. I never thought about that until just now. I think maybe there's an argument that it's like when it's hot in LA and everyone's using their air conditioning really hard. Maybe a lot more power is being used and overloads, whatever. I but guess. But no one even offers anything close to an explanation beyond it's probably the fog. Right. I never thought about that until just now, honestly. Like, why would the fog affect the electrical grid? Can't, can't think of a reason. No, I'm going to Google that later, though, just in case. They're going to be like, it won't. Okay, <laughs> so it's fine. Jackhead overhears Tabitha think, what am I going to do when I lose him? And he responds as if she's talking about Pop. And then she gets mad at him for invading her privacy. But he literally can't talk to people unless he's mind reading. He doesn't know the difference between... If yeah. he's looking away and he hears, he thinks you said that out loud. That's what he should have said. He should be like, I thought you said it out loud. Yeah, I, <laughs> and that would have saved him. It's such like a, and like, at first I'm like, hearing this argument, and I'm thinking, well, what, what even is this argument? He has no other options. Yeah. Here. But it's because she's projecting her own stuff onto him. Because he heard too much. I thought she was going to break up with him at first. Right. Uh, now, there could have been a conversation where she says, you didn't even try to learn 
uh, sign language or anything where you could have options, but there's also the first time imply he chooses to read minds, and it's not something that just happens. Yeah, which is interesting, but okay. Jughead asks Tabitha, post-Fog, Fog's rolling into town, you know, uh, if she can travel back in time and prevent the bomb from going now, this was funny to me because when I first saw this episode, not knowing the context, I was like, oh, Tabitha doesn't care to do this. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's not interested in doing that. And then, of course, because Tabitha is the best, I should have known that there was something else. But I was like, oh, they are in a bad place. <laughs> he just wants to hear again. Not thoughts, but sounds. She tells him the bomb is a fixed point, which, to be honest, I heard it be like, Wow. All the time. Yeah. Needs that explosion. Sure. That's, wow. What a big out. deal. Uh, then <laughs> I think it's funny how she does this. She can't even risk getting him out of the garage. She says because of temporal variables and ripple effects. Which is her just making things up. Yeah. And I'm going, of course, of course. Time travel, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I would be I would be confused. I feel like that's something where if you were a woman who can time travel, you could talk to any sci-fi nerd guy. Say whatever kind of random, random shit you want. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great. If I could time travel, I'd be right there with you. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Hold on. Did I misorder everything? Yeah, who cares? Mm. Mm. And then the power goes out. The power is out. (laughs) Then once they got candles, everyone's got candles. Jughead asks if Tabitha also has tubing so he can siphon gas for their generator. She's worried something will happen to him out there in the parking lot. Does it? No. No, he's fine. <laughs> he says he will be fine. And also he found an old ham radio. Want to fire it up to see what people are saying regarding the fog? And then she does. Yeah, Tabitha. You want to just you want to just fire up the ham radio? <laughs> what is a ham radio? The ham radio. You just got, you have a ham radio in your closet. Let's just fire it up. <laughs> Let's just start up the ham radio. It's a shortwave radio. It's like right. Smokey and the Bandit kind of stuff. Okay. You just talk to people over distances. You ever see Contact? Actually, I don't think I ever have, but I know of it. So like early in Contact, Judy Foster is a little kid and her dad Has a ham would radio. have a ham radio and they'd always be like using it up. To see how far on earth they could talk to someone from. And they've gotten mm. to like Europe and some stuff. And they're that's like, cool. wow. And that's like the start of conversation about radio waves shooting out into space where aliens, aliens could yeah. Yeah, hear them. Have you ever seen the movie Frequency? Or the CW show Frequency? I've seen the movie Frequency. I read the pilot for the TV show. The Frequency. TV show was really good. The movie's really good too. Yeah. Andre I- Brower's in that one. Did you know that? I don't know who that is. Oh, he's the captain from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, okay. He's one yes, of like, he's the good. firemen. Um, I liked that the movie was about firemen, but I understand why the show didn't yeah. change it to a cop. Because it has it's to. A... Firemen don't solve crime. Well, yeah. So, are they solve crime? Every case, every, the case of the week, every week is really expensive. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Really enjoyable show. Did it only do the one season? I think it did. But Payton, it was really good. Peyton List has been working hard out here to get the lead of something. Peyton List and also I think Riley Smith is the other he was like her dad in the show mm. and they both uh were like cw always around but you know not always do you remember who plays the son in the movie i want to say dennis quaid dennis quaid's the dad then i have no idea jim caviezel don't know who that is and they're both doing like crazy accents they're doing huh. like boston accents boston accent mm-hmm. who's jim caviezel jim caviezel was jesus oh passion of the christ yes okay and then he was in seasons of person of interest oh i've seen that it's it's another it's another favorite yeah another fave i know it's another Patton 
Yeah, Pat, 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 Beth and John Pat approved. fighting for shows no one else watches. I might, maybe I'll start playing some of these interests. <laughs> I, you haven't started evil yet. I, I read the pilot of you. It's fine. You know what I'll do? I'll watch Riverdale. So, Tabitha listens to the ham radio. Gets frightened by, I don't know, I can't make out what they're saying. Yeah. And she's like, Jughead! And she puts on a jacket and grabs a gun and he walks right back in like nothing happened. Because nothing happened. Who and is... she's like, I, I don't even know. They also, they just have like a huge shotgun under the desk. Gigantic. Well, it's the same one from the racist times. You yes, know? they're like, oh, this is still here. Okay. <laughs> she found, it was in the box. Oh, there you go. Palpatine's like, I found all this history. Oh, a shotgun. A shotgun. We're going to take this also. Great. And Jughead and Tabitha restart the generator. And Tabitha calls out on the ham radio for anyone who needs help to come to Pops. Look for the light. Uh, that doesn't happen. <laughs> and no, no one comes by. <laughs> I kept thinking that this episode would end with all of those people after all of their nights. Coming back With to some kind of clarity. Being like, no, we can't hold off on this meeting. And like coming to Pops together. Oh. And like, and like everyone like coming on board with at least the powers aspect of it. Question. Couldn't they have all zoomed? Shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Like Yeah, they could have had a virtual meeting. Right, because their phones all work. Well, none of them none of, have any of them gone on a virtual meeting in this show? But they exist. I know. Surely. I know. <laughs> like huh. seems like they dropped the ball. Holy crap. Maybe, yeah. Maybe the internet was at home. Or just like a phone call. Yeah, like, hey, I know that this just feels important. Can we just all, like, convene? <laughs> yeah. Like, what did they do during the COVID times? Well, they didn't have those. I guess. I don't know. That was the time jump. By morning, the fog is completely dissipated. Alice comes on TV and tells the town that overnight, the council, that Tabitha, dissolved itself and great. pronounced Percival mayor. Now he's That's mayor. Great. Yeah, he did it. Whatever that means now, yeah. right? Jughead says it's not his ultimate goal. All hail dictator Pickens. It's just, now you're just doing Hiram's shit. Yeah. He's the best boy in Riverdale. You see what he, he's done? He's the best boy in Riverdale. He took it from Archie, the son of a bitch. Ridiculous. He so asks, mean. Jughead asks how they didn't see this coming. How do they stop him? And Tabitha tells him that she did try and stop him. Oh, and damn. the bomb. She stopped the bomb. But if you stop the bomb, Jughead doesn't learn how to read minds. And then Percival wins even faster. Oh, no. She looked in the future, Doctor Strange style. Very Doctor Strange style. And saw 1,384 futures. And only two of them don't end in nuclear winter, which is actually better odds than the Avengers Yeah, exactly. They only had one. doing great. (laughs) She says all of their powers play a part in the final battle, and Jughead's is the most threatening to Percival. But also, Jughead dies. His death is a fixed point. So, bye-bye, Jughead. Just kidding. He's not leaving. (laughs) Go, you think you are, but you're not. You think they're ending this? They're doing it again. How many seasons have they been like, Jughead's going to die this year? And then go, nah. And we're like, maybe. No. (laughs) (laughs) This time, surely. Surely. I have a theory about this, but. Well, great. It's the, uh, that's the last thing. It's the final countdown. So. Who's your citizen of the week? Tabitha. I think okay. she just gets it forever. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm giving it to Archie. What did he do? He's a good man. That's it. He wasn't a good citizen. She was a good citizen. Tabitha wins. Tabitha Fine. Gets all who's the, the good man of the week? The good. He was a good man. He who's was the best, the best boy? boy it was Archie. It was Archie. He did all a good right. job. And did they jump the shark for you this week? No, they never jumped the shark. This is an unjumpable <laughs> show. 
Perfect show. I love it. Next next question. They, you know, early with the with the fog thing, I was like, this is stupid. And then it worked for the rest of the it episode. Totally worked. So all power to them. I right. do think that the Zoom meeting that could have I happened. I mean, honestly, pretty messed up, yeah. That could have happened. But other than that, perfect. Loved it. <clears throat> also, when Kevin sent them a text canceling, why not just call him then? You know? Why why just be like, oh, this guy. Yeah. If you had that problem, Fangs, you could have called him that exact moment and be like, I love you. I mean, I'm mad at you. <laughs> I'm mad at you, but I love you. Please come home. <laughs> Tony just don't leave me alone with her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, poor long suffering Tony. Tony's like, I just want someone who loves me, and Cheryl's like outside. Yeah, nope, not Not you. I want someone who loves me in a sane way, (laughs) healthy boundary way. Oh man. Okay. Theory. Theory. I have a theory. Theory. I just, I just want to say, I wish, I think Tabitha laid out a really great episode of television. Yeah. Where they could have spent an episode of her doing the time loop of trying to prevent I think that's the coming. I'm pretty sure doing, it's coming. Uh, well, why would it be coming? She just described it. It happened. No, I mean... Why I, is Tabitha now going on adventures off screen? That doesn't even sound expensive, you know? <laughs> Tabitha time travels to last season finale and has to prevent the thing from happening. You know who did that? Legends uh, of Tomorrow. Oh, I thought you were going to say... CW of a bitch. It, had, it did get seven seasons. I know, I know. And seven, eight seasons feels like a lot. I, I mean, this show was a different show for a season and a half before yeah. it kind of became this show and also kept refreshing the cast, so it always felt fresh. It didn't feel like a show deep into its 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 point where it ran out of ideas. It felt like it could still go for another, like, three years. Oh, I'm sorry. Batwoman could have gone for three more years, That's too. That one really found its stride in season three. Killing me. This isn't the point, though. We're talking about rumors for the future of Riverdale. Yeah, yeah. And I'm drawing blank right now. I have a theory. Okay, hit me. So I think that uh, Jughead is going to die, but I think the Jughead that dies is going to be the Jughead that's in the basement writing stories. Oh, I don't care about that. That's, I mean, that's, I think... I, God damn. Oh, my God. I, there's got to be some Riverdale Ugh. connection, right? I know, and I don't want it. That's my thing, yeah. right? Because well, I'm like, can we leave Riverdale? We did it. It's happened, and but it's still we, reverberating. Yeah, did we? I think that's the thing that I'm a little confused about, and I do hope that there is some sort of a payoff. Well, they told me we were leaving it. <laughs> they said... This is over. It's done. We solved it. It's going to go <laughs> off into the multiverse somewhere, and we'll never hear from it again. And it's not. Fuck you. I'm I'm just mad. Do you think this is a question that I was thinking? Do you? Think I like that, rules. I like to understand the rules. And I love the, rules. they're like rules. We don't do this here. I think if they had a five, if they had five to ten episodes of normal, and then they brought in like a Riverdale type thing again, that almost that might have been. What would we do for ten episodes of normal? No idea. Except say, oh man, remember we weren't normal. Remember we weren't normal. They'll well, never shut up about it. The for other, the rest of their lives, they'll be like, remember when we had superpowers for a little bit? Well, I think, I, I mean the reverse, so normal and then superpowers. Right. Well, now do you think, do you think they'll ever be normal again? Uh, I think the only rumor I really got is Super Baby. So no, Super I baby. don't think we're going to be normal again. So do you think Archie and Betty are just going to be like, like having a baby? Well, Betty doesn't appear to have act like she doesn't use her powers. Yeah. Well, you know what I noticed? Oh, do I? But yes, I think she's pregnant. When you look into the, when she looked at that man standing in the fog, 
Did you see a bad aura? I mean, no, my God. <laughs> well, maybe it was just a normal guy. Betty. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's just a dude. <laughs> you didn't even see an aura. You can tell now. Holy right. shit. Right, this is the one thing you You're got. breaking everything right now. Yeah, you should be able to look at your mom and see a threat every single time. You should be able to look at this person out in the vlog and be like, I mean, they are menacing, but I would see an aura. Right. Also, her mom. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Unless it's like when they say threat, it, it's like I'm physically going to hurt you right I don't now. Know. I would love a whole episode from Betty's POV. I mean, it doesn't need to be like literally first person. Yeah. But like just... A day in her life, from her perspective, every person she meets, she's she's like looking for an aura, and yeah. like sometimes they pop up in different ways, you know, different kinds of threats. I wish you'd given her more colors. One aura color, <laughs> boring. What if it was two colors? You're not doing anything with it. Yeah. All of her powers come into play to defeat Percival. Yeah, Betty's powers gonna come into play when she goes. There he is. He's a threat. Yeah, I don't trust that guy. <laughs> I do wonder if maybe it'll be like. He corrupts only like X amount of people in town, but you don't know who it Why? is. I don't know. I'm trying to think. He got of everyone. What are you talking about? Who knows? So, any other theories? What do you think they're gonna name the baby? Is it gonna be Fred? <laughs> baby. Baby. <laughs> baby. Yeah, it's gonna be Fred. It's It'll gonna be, be Fred. Fred Andrews. Or gonna re- we're gonna cry. Polly Andrews. Absolutely not. Not who's Polly? Archie has Let's no name idea. Him Charles Chick Andrews. <laughs> Charles Charles Hyphen Chick. I don't. I don't know, Betty. I kind of was hoping that we could name him after my my father. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is my brothers. Come on. Come on. Remember the wedding? We played the pincushion man. It was, so it was great. Fun. It was so fun. I they Glenn was there. <laughs> yeah, Remember Glenn. Oh man, well, Glenn had the worst death. The worst off-screen death. TBK is going to come back at some point, and I don't, I, I just don't know where this goes in yeah. any extremely satisfying way while we're dealing with the Percival stuff, unless your theory is correct and Percival is only part of the season. They eliminate him, and then it becomes TBK for the rest of the season. Could be. TBK also knows about, you know, uh, uh, super weaknesses and shit. So, true. And he's kind of prepared. I guess because we had met him already and he didn't really once he was kind of unmasked i was like i don't care oh right we know what he looks like without the mask on yeah but it's kind of weird that he's like now has it again he's like well I that was a this. memory he didn't she didn't know what he right like but yet. but he's just like oh this is my face like you know like this right. is, i prefer the trash, I'm trash. we're all trash <laughs> <laughs> i love it don't you see many we're kindred spirits we're both trash <laughs> All men are trash. The trashiest thing for this show to do now would be to dismember this body. Come on, (laughs) in the trash bags. He's really scented trash bags, Betty. (laughs) He's really committed to the theme, but like also he wants to try other things. You know, like like he wants to be like the classical music guy too. He's like, I'm not just the trash man. You know, the classical music is such like a, oh, we're doing um, Hannibal. Uh, Hannibal. It would have been funnier if he's like, do you like ska music? <laughs> <laughs> I get knocked down and I get up again. What about country rap? <laughs> I'm a big fan of Chumbo Wumba. <laughs> I, I mean, look, that, that would make me want to kill myself. So. Do you like the song Be It For My Horses? <laughs> what song is that? That's another country song. I went more your way. I don't know. <laughs> I only I don't know any of those, but that's good. Yeah, 
I think that I think that we got to see more of him. That's all. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see more of him. I think this legal battle with Baby Anthony. Uh, uh, gosh, I, I guess it ends with Fangs and, and Kevin getting together. Oh yeah, taking the baby and leaving take, Tony. What if? What if they take the baby, put the baby on Broadway, and that's how Kevin achieves his dreams? <laughs> that's it. Kevin will be a horrific stage father. Yes. What if this is the that goal? That is his destiny. And He's like, he that baby's going to be an Annie. The baby's a boy. There's like no roles for him. Hold on, hold on. The world's changing. We're, Annie, Annie can be... Non-binary baby. Annie. I mean, that'd be cool, actually. No, like you're saying our son is non-binary and this baby doesn't doesn't this know enough to choose. Know. I know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Either way, he's getting on that Broadway stage. As <laughs> happening, as fangs. possible. And what's the baby? Oh, you know what they'll name it? Cucumber Melon. Cucumber Melon, of course. That's actually the sibling. The stage name, Cucumber Melon. <laughs> oh, my God. Junior. I, oh, sorry. I'm like, ugh. So what are you watching this week? What am I watching this week? I started Heart, Heartstopper. Very cute. That's the one every, you all... Very the whole text chain, teen <laughs> drama support group is what I've named it. I love it. going off about Heartstopper. Great. I gotta watch. It's very, very cute. I also started Starstruck on HBO Max. Also very, very cute. Um, it's British and a comedy, so you're welcome, everyone. Do you find it funny? Yeah. I weirdly Look do. Look at that. I know. It's funny. It's more like cute, funny, like as opposed to like, I just don't like the dry British humor. This is like more right, like, right. No, but last yeah. time, hold on, you're rewriting your story because last yeah. time you said I don't like any British humor. <laughs> I think British people are objectively not funny. <laughs> to be fair, if this was American, I would like better. I really would. You're genuinely. really hoping for the American remake. I, you know, they have. Have you seen uh, Call My Agent, which I think is French actually, but they're doing like some for like Sundance now. Mm-hmm. There's like a big poster that's called like 10, percent and then in the bottom of it is like. Based on the hit show, Call My Agent. Oh, I thought Call My Agent already got a... So did I. There was a very short run Hank Azaria show that was a British show that they were being adapted into. That I I really was into. uh, And then got got snuffed really quickly. And then he went off to do Brockmire. I don't know what Brockmire is. Baseball um, show? Yeah, yeah. He's a baseball commentator who goes to Pennsylvania. Trying to be Ted Lasso, kind of? Oh, opposite. Uh, He's super depressed. Oh, Procky, sad. <laughs> You've definitely talked about it, it before. It existed before Ted Lasso, yeah. Wait, what, about, what about you? What are you watching? I'm, I'm like struggling with the answer to that because like I didn't see this week's Barry, which okay. probably would have been my go-to answer. I haven't watched it. Flight attendant, I feel like I'm not in like a hit area of it right now. I'm waiting for that one to really grab me. Cool. With, this, with the season. I've been playing the game Horizon Forbidden West, which is... That's where they kill your horse. No, different game. Okay. Different game. This is the one with robot dinosaurs in it. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, when I played the first one, it was when I had my night shift job. Oh. And they had a PlayStation 4 in the break room. So fun. And I would go to the break room and play it for like an hour each night and beat the whole game at work. Never even owned it myself. Is that what they let you do at work? Uh, no, I was not supervised at this oh, point. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and probably wouldn't, they wouldn't have said that was okay. Right. No, they <laughs> actually frowned upon that. Yeah. yeah. They were like, don't do that. Stop to be that. fair, they did put the PlayStation in the break room. So that's on they had a break room with a PlayStation yeah, all day, every day. That's on them. And you know what? They did They did amend that when they removed it and turned it into an <laughs> office. Yeah, they're like, no. The fun thing about this company was that they, they bought two floors of the building and made all these cool things with like, oh, these are like little, these are like sound blocking little booths you can call people in. So great. So convenient. 
And then the company grew. And they're like, those are offices now. Yeah. Everything's an office now. All the fun things You're we had. Office. That kitchen, that's an office. Get out of there. It's weird to work in a kitchen. <laughs> hey, it works out. More space. Yeah, I wish I had a, I had like a, you know what's crazy? There's a Doctor Strange movie coming out this oh, Friday. I know. And I feel nothing. I don't, I did want to see that, but I'm going to be away for a while, so I can't see it. I'm, I, I like, I'm seeing it. And I'm watching Moon Knight and both. And Moon Knight's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and yet, I'm not like talking about either one. They're not blowing my mind. It's like obligation and expected quality. Oh, that's I, a high praise. Right? So. I wish I could have more to say. But like, Doctor Strange is doing the multiverse. And I already know. It's like, well, you won't be as good as everything everywhere all at once. Oh, I, okay. So something really interesting I was watching a TikTok, I think, and I cannot That's remember. That's what you're watching this week. Is well, TikTok. Oh, constantly, always. <laughs> this is, I'm not sure what creator this was, so I apologize, and I promise I'm not taking this as an original thought. But you know how it's like after certain big events in history, things, uh, there becomes like, for example, like more zombie movies or more alien invasion movies, yeah. like during the Cold War, like stuff like that. Like what was going to be this, like the pandemic and all of that what was going to come from that. And somebody said multiverse movies, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. Imagine the other worlds were where it didn't happen, where it didn't happen or it yeah. was worse. Yeah. Um, I think the multiverse is going to be like a big thing. Yeah. Cause we've already seen, I mean, Dr. Strange, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, um, everything everywhere. Yeah. All at once. Riverdale. <laughs> like, and yeah, the, the more franchises we get, where more different people have played the same roles. The Flash is doing it. Yeah. Oh boy, The Flash. What do we do now? Do I say the thing? Yeah. I say the thing? Okay. Well, guys, it's been a time. Oh, we haven't talked about where we can find you. You can find me. <laughs> You're too online. <laughs> Should we tell them? I'm too online. <laughs> you can find me at Riley Tweets. Um, R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. I'm private right now. So if I don't accept your request, it's not personal. I will probably eventually, but better you should find us where, John? Where should you find us? On Instagram at the Riverdale Register Podcast. That's probably the best place because I will respond to you there. Yeah. John and I take turns responding to things, which sometimes makes it confusing. <laughs> but can you tell? <laughs> can you tell? So anyway, if you get like chaotic messages, it's just because we are right. chaotic people. Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It, it, the show works because we're both here. We're both here. <laughs> but but if it's one of us at a time, I'm sure it can be very confusing. I get that. I get that. Also, next week, we're going to be Zooming. Oh, yes. So sad for you. Great. Can't be in my presence. So Love sad. Love that. I no, know. wait. Don't like that. No. Wait. No, it's bad. <laughs> we can't, unlike the Riverdale characters, we can do this we on Zoom. do Zoom. this over Zoom. Anyway, but yeah, looking forward to that. And over and out, River Vixens.